Hi. Good morning for me. Good afternoon for you. Good afternoon from the East Coast. From the East Coast. You're looking chic. I love your backdrop. Did you get a new photo back there? Is that new? No. It's not new, but I don't think I've ever put it on camera before. You've never debuted it before. Love that for us. How do you feel almost ending your first year of law school? Like what... What does it feel like? A blur? What's the takeaway? It it does feel like a blur. I can't believe it's almost May. And crazy. I think that it helps make sense of the timeline in Legally Blonde because that movie really flew by too. That's what I kinda wanted to know that. Like, do you feel like you're Elle Woods right now? Um I mean, honestly, she got to do a lot more than I did in my first year. So uh, she, she really got to, had to sink her teeth she into got the to do industry. a criminal trial. So <laughs> Um, I didn't do that yet, but I do understand, um, you know, the appeal of of law school now. Oh, so you're in. You're yeah, like a year down and you're like, I'm fine. I love this. Yeah. I mean, or it's, it's you don't school. Love it, but... It's like going to school. Ugh, I could never go back to school <laughs> as I'm literally in a screenwriting class right now. <laughs> right. As you're literally paying to take audit. A as class I'm literally at the back local in school. Los Angeles University, Kula. You see Kula, I'm calling it Kula. Yeah. Every time I go to Google my UCLA like extension, yeah. I type Kula. Your brain just like morphs it on the keyboard. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like what else can we check in on? How are you? It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. And um, let me think. Well, I'm just. <laughs> let me think. I really think that we needed two weeks break to really think about what was the next appropriate Lindsay Lohan vehicle. And then it came to me right. it came to me in a fever dream. And I just you texted really did you, out of nowhere. Out like of nowhere, kind of out of the blue. Just out of go. nowhere. I texted you Georgia Rule question. Georgia Rule? And I was like, Yeah. One because I've never seen it. Me neither, and I've been dying to. Dying truly. to get my eyes on this. And number yes. two, the cast. I mean, Jane Fonda, obviously, Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. um, Lynette from Desperate Housewives. I mean, oh, yeah, I didn't this, know her at all, but you didn't know. Excellent li- job. Oh, yeah. I love Felicity Huffman. I mean, she's she did the crime That's and she paid name. the time. <laughs> I do know this about her. Yeah, that she went to jail. Yeah. But, the name um, Felicity, even in general, to me feels unhinged. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of that connotation for me. Sure. That like mind connection. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, I mean Felicity Huffman, especially on Disper Housewives, she really was she really was acting circles around the other girls at times. So it was nice to see her sink her teeth into a meatier role. Oh, this was meaty for I all mean, the Lynette women had a lot of ups and downs, but this. Mm-hmm. This movie had a lot. I mean, it had a lot of drunk acting. That was that was her role. Yes. Okay, Almost Georgia much, Rule. Too much drunk acting? Yeah. I it was exhausting. know that you feel the same way as me, though. I was engaged. Just I've never been so engaged. In, it's been months. The, I would say that the first hour of this movie flew by. Flew by. I was riveted because I really didn't know what was going to happen in each scene. Same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So okay. you did text me yesterday. What did I say? When you started and you went, wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. Well, I just think of, when I think of Georgia Rule, uh, what I think about is the poster where they have those yeah, three and it's happy. happy little bobbleheads of the three of them, little caricatures uh-huh. almost. Yes. And, yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, you think it's going to be one of those movies where 
almost like new in town where she where somebody mm-hmm. has to go somewhere new and they just hate it there and they're <laughs> so different and they're so frustrating but then you start to Three learn the generations hey, of women that hate where they are hate where they are but hey life. maybe there is something to this small town yep, yep. something like that yep that was my assumption too, and and the poster's all sunny. It's like it's really sunny. It's all sunny. Like I thought, yeah, right. Like obviously, mm-hmm. you know, Lindsay Lohan's going to be angsty. Felicity mm-hmm. Huffman's going to be serious, kind of like a Debbie Downer, and then maybe Grandma's kind of wild and like. That's what I was hoping for. Right. Was it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't that movie. I would say it was something very different. Mm, not um, even close. To minute that movie. by minute, I would say it was very it different. Yeah. Um, what did you text me? You were like, this is shocking. <laughs> well, it is shocking because I didn't know where the plot was going. And I think, I will say this is about the heavier themes of the movie. <laughs> this movie's insane. It I have insane. no idea what this is. Very confusing where the plot went. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. I think that the movie was a little bit ahead of its time in terms of its plot. Way ahead. Yes. Way ahead of its time. And I think that they were really trying to do something like something valuable so I can appreciate the story that they were trying to tell. I just felt like, I felt like it it was so all over the place that when we did start to take shape of where we were going, it was like, okay, wow, this is this kind of movie. (laughs) There was no fun and games. No, no, no. This is not a fun and games movie. And it's like very evident, I would say, from the, even the first moments of the movie, you yeah. almost don't even realize you've been dropped into the movie. Yeah, it the is first scene, just I was starts. so confused. I it thought just I, starts. I thought, I thought that I had seen, um, I thought that I had accidentally started the movie halfway through. Me too. Me too. I was like, did we skip Or I was like, this must be the ending scene, right? Oh, like yeah. This, when they do that, when they Tarantino it. And then it's yep. like two yep, yep, months yep earlier blah 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 yeah but it wasn't it was it was just the first scene of the movie it was i think because of you know of our podcast star vehicle we've been watching star vehicles i'm never (laughs) expecting to see that in a movie that we've chosen it happens often because one thing that this when they drop you in like that that this movie didn't do which i i can appreciate why they didn't do it but i actually would have really liked it is that they didn't really give us a lot of background information so i was like oh no, yeah and they, they really why it was good kind of hinted at the characters backstories but we mm-hmm. really didn't have a flashback or a montage to help us like really understand who these characters were I know, because just like, okay, so two weeks ago we had Freaky Friday and there was just that opening title sequence with Jamie Lee Curtis and the Told photos. everything. Yeah, told, it tells everything we needed to know. Right. Um, They did kind of spit it out. They spewed it in a ton of backs, in a ton of exposition, and Lindsay's just talking at people. I'm from California. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we'll get to her line readings later, later on. She, but... oh, the line readings in this were the best I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> okay, not yep. hyperbole. I'm not kidding. Well, I'm not she being frustrated funny. me, but I will. We'll get to it. But I have. To, I mean, okay. So when she's the little ti- Long Island from little my take. Long Island. Um, but the title itself made me laugh because I love this. This was very much like a style of of uh, of the time. You know, mm-hmm. like Hogan knows best. Remember that Hulk Hogan show? Kind of like yes, like a Rev Run's house. Runs, runs house, and he ends everything with like God is love. Rev Run, right? It's like it's, his lessons, his yeah. life lessons. It made me think of Vanderpump Rules to yes. martial law, even. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's like the world according to fill in the blank. Right. 
So then you're I thought, right. That was the time. I didn't, and of course, going into it, I didn't know that Jane Fonda's character was named Georgia. Georgia. So I yes. only assumed that the movie would take place in Georgia. In Georgia. Same, <laughs> same, same, same. It did. I was not it. expecting this. And then, and this is something we've also talked about before, but um, you get a good hint about what the movie is going to be like based upon the first production company that that flies in your face. What and is all it? I wrote down, because the first thing that appears on it. the screen is Morgan Creek Presents. <laughs> it's like one guy. <laughs> I was like, okay, why not? With this... This had like a super indie, like you thought it'd be super indie, supported by yeah. a bunch of different production companies. That's how you know when multiple come together and they pay up. Yeah. But um, this is a Gary Marshall film. So I was Gary like, Gary Marshall. Yeah. I was like, what? Also, he always uses Joe from The Princess Diaries and there's always a Sam Fran element. Uh, sure. And I, it's I Gary don't know Marshall what... Acting Company. Gary Marshall Acting Company because also... Mm-hmm. um. Uh, why was Laurie Metcalf in the movie and why was she for only- five seconds for five, seconds. <laughs> for five fucking seconds <laughs> inexplicably in the movie and she had literally two lines nothing to do it was so it was shocking bizarre. I thought it wasn't her I was like that's someone in a wig that looks like her yeah that's why part of me really felt like I don't know maybe uh, maybe the script was either being constantly rewritten or the script was not rewritten at all and it was just the first draft because it felt mm-hmm. some scenes felt like they were really well developed and then some scenes felt like they huh. were produced that morning <laughs> gary was like i got an idea let's run with this Lindsay, how's yeah. your improv training right <laughs> so really anyway well anyway the movie the movie opens um, Drops you in to a mother-daughter fight, right? A la Ladybird, maybe. Similar to Ladybird, they're in a car, I guess, and they're fighting. You, you, you guess. <laughs> well, Lynette—I keep calling her Lynette. Um, what's her name? Felicity Huffman is in a car, mm-hmm. and Lindsay Lohan is not in the car. She's walking alongside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's wearing she's wearing as we see a lot she's like very like that boho style yeah always in uh, always in a ballet flat um, yeah i needed to look up the year before we got on because this is sh- her outfits are very 2007 yeah. it's like the side swept bang that every yeah. girl in my school had i had it too yeah and now she has like that very bronzed hair Yes, and she was very tan in this movie. Did you know? Very notice? tan. Like sp- this was spray tan. Spray tan, I, Lindsay. I'd I'd say this is peak spray tan. Two thousand seven, maybe two thousand eight, but right. And I think especially spray coming tan off of Freaky time. Friday, you really think to yourself, okay, that's a different skin tone. Mm-hmm. It was. It was very <laughs> almost Ariana Grande of her. So they they're fighting, I guess, mm-hmm. because as we come to find out. She's going to be dropped off at her grandmother's house for the summer. And yes, she doesn't want to be there. Of course not. Of course not. Um, I just remember like the fight, not knowing if I'd skipped ahead accidentally. And she, the so speaking of line readings, there's like her behaviors in this. Yeah. She chucks a Coke can into the wilderness yeah. with such wild abandon, it took my breath away. And I need to give Lindsay Lohan all the credit in the world for this performance because it's great for me. Okay, for me, for me, <laughs> I can't and wait this for is, you to shit this on is it, tough but... to report. But I found, I found Lindsay's performance incredibly distracting. I loved it. I felt like she was really phoning it in, 
And I felt like Yikes. it was hard for me to, I, I wrote down, especially in this first scene, I said, she is reading the words on the page. And I'm obsessed oh, with that. That's tough to hear for me. <laughs> It was, I mean, you compare it with the fun and like sense of life that she had in Freaky Friday. And mm-hmm. I found... She's pushing a little. She's pushing. But also remember, there was all those, all that drama behind the scenes with her on this movie where... Oh, was this like her like peak drunk Lindsay? Yeah. This is where she was staying out late. She wasn't showing up to oh. set on time. It shows in her body. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pause. If you're working with Jane Fonda, yeah. don't you fucking dare. Well, I think she had to give her a talking to, remember? That's embarrassing. She had to give her a oh. talking to off off camera and say, get your you-know-what together. Get your fucking shit together. Yeah. It's weird. It's like I'm giving Lindsay a lot of passes. I can actually – I can admit that. Like I'm giving yeah, her passes I because I just think that at the time she's like a teen queen – and she's not known for this type of work. And I've seen others go do it, namely Hilary Duff. And they're just, it just doesn't track at yeah. all. Like you can't even, you can't even fathom a world where they're this character. And at least Lindsay Lohan, I think at the time, might have been this person. A little. I I think it's a good, I think it was a good opportunity for her all that I, I just wish that she had committed a little bit because I think as the movie goes on, I think she does commit to it more and more as you can see. But I mm-hmm. think especially in the beginning, I found it a little, I found it a little lackluster. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And also I think that in free, if the genre of this film, let's say were comedy, I think I'd be so floored by all that dramatic acting. And then because I think the genre of this film is drama, it's kind of just like, oh, she might be sticking out a little as like not a dramatic yeah. Well, it's like real crazy is actually reads boring. So it's like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, there's a difference, I think, between acting crazy and just being crazy. So <laughs> okay, well, I think she learns. I think she learns as the movie goes on. So, but I would say right now, not her best. And I think part of the problem, too, is because uh, Felicity Huffman is doing a really good job. Like, I bought her performance. Yeah, the, all the history behind it, yeah. I mean, I'm just going, this is Lindsay from Long Island. Like, her voice is super long. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it is Lindsay from Long Island. It's and Lindsay that's, from Long and Island. And that's Felicity Huffman playing a lady from San Francisco. So yeah, with a like, daughter who's right. 17. <laughs> right, so... I'm giving her all the passes in the world, but yes, the opener... And then, all I'm saying, it was a tough scene. But anyway, so we find out she, uh, uh, Lynette, I have to call whatever. I can't call her on. whatever you want. I don't Lynette even remember drives, Lynette's like, Lynette's like, you know what? I'm her over name's it. Lily. Well, sure. Lily. Okay, Lynette whatever. is like, I'm over it. I'm leaving you here, which I loved. You rarely see that where the mom Love just it, says. Love it, rarely see it. Felt a little scared. <laughs> so scared. Her cell phone thought, service was turned off. Lindsay you thought, chucks you her phone into the wilderness. she would swing around and pick her back up. She Me didn't. too. She did Yeah. Or they'd and be then, closer to town. <laughs> they were like in the mountains. Well, as we find out, she's 20 miles from town later on. <laughs> she um, the whole way. And then in the next scene, I and this is where I still thought, okay, maybe this is the end of the movie. Because she's dead. And she's lying under a sign that says, welcome to Idaho. Yes, and yes, from, yes. From an objective yes. point of view, she is deceased. Yeah, it's shocking. Um, that's when the local hottie pulls up. Harlan. Harlan. Harlan pulls up in the truck and proceeds to check her for a pulse, but puts his hand in between her tits. Weird. So weird. weird. 
Um, but this is this is the first line reading that I would love to highlight for you. What? And she went, Lindsay wakes up in a bit of a huff and says, are you one of those backcountry sodomy boys? I know. <laughs> it was a real weird way to come to after you've been passed out from dehydration. That's how you know it was a script. <laughs> it was a... That's what I'm saying. She was really reading the word on the page. It was... Are you one of those backcountry <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? It took me a minute to realize that that guy was... is Well, I guess they're not together anymore. But at, for maybe two years, he was Mr. Emma Roberts. Shut up. No way. Yeah, that's who she had her, her baby with. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they have that's a baby. him? Yeah, they're wow. not together anymore. They broke up. He when I first when they first reveal him I think he's supposed to be like the the movie hottie and I was like yeah he's not that hot he's like not cute he got better looking as the movie progressed I agree because I also found I I I couldn't even like keep him in my radar because he was as soon as he came into the scene he left he was gone he was in and out really quick yeah so I want to talk about when Simon pulls up Simon yes this was confusing as well did did she call him Okay, here's what was confusing about the scene because when when Simon pulls up Dermot Mulroney, she yes, walks up to the cute. car and what she's signaling to the audience is that she knows this man. Yes, that's what I thought. And I it was confusing because what we then find out when she is driving in the car is that she has no idea who this man is. That's what I'm saying. Was it like a hitchhike scenario? I was so confused. I think so. I mean, she was performing like she was doing this like seductive routine where she was like, I'm going to seduce you, whatever. But when she got in the car, it was, it was so hard to read because she did act like she knew him. That was it. I was like, she called this person or someone has called this person, like a cab company or something. Right. He pulls up and she's like, hey, great to see you. Yeah. Thanks. Great car. Thanks for letting, for getting me. Gets in. Yeah. Feet on the dash. And he's like, you know, I only have one rule in the car. I was like, how does she know? Because. (laughs) And he, his behavior to me is odd too, because he's not even acting slightly confused. He's just like, get in. That's correct. It was very confusing because, especially in the initial encounter. Now, granted, once they're in the car and they're driving and she's, they're trying to negotiate where he's going to drop her off. Then you start to realize that they actually don't know each other. Um, yeah, he's like, I'm only going as far as blah blah blah. She's like, great, that's where I'm going. Right. So then this I so then I had to write down like, I guess she just got into a stranger's car. It was, I I didn't know what to make of that scene. Didn't know what to make and, of it. And and I thought his like, okay, Lindsay Lohan's out partying all night. At least this act, the guy, what's his name, Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, he should make more sense of this for us. He should Jane Fonda this scene for me. And give me the clarity that I need. And he just let Even her just write a in. simple, like, even just like a simple, um, who are you? Would have been very helpful. Helped. Yes, I agree. Or just kind of like, you know, maybe, maybe if he was uh, assuming that she wanted to get away from this other guy because she felt uncomfortable and she was yeah. like using him. But not, that wasn't telegraphed either. It was very much played like... I'm just going to let you get in my car and we're going to hope yeah. for the best. Especially because he kind of pulls up too. Like well, he have pulls, him yeah. drive by and she flag him or something. Well, oh, your cat uh, is hungry. He just ate. Um, oh, his appointment just hit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was very confusing to me as to <laughs> what we were supposed to make of of these two people in this yeah. moment. Um, confusing. 
But then... Um, so he takes her to town. He takes her to town. And then interspliced with this, we go to Jane Fonda's house and we find out that um, Felicity Huffman uh, just continued to drive there without Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> For 20 miles. <laughs> and stops at the house and acts like it's no big deal that she left her daughter somewhere. And poor Jane Fonda, because it was written in the script, Jane Fonda had to just be okay with that too. But didn't you kind of want Jane to go, wait, what? <laughs> go yeah, get her. Very, she, she, does, she doesn't seem particularly phased that she no had left her daughter. A, no one's phased. No one's phased. There are also these two boys that I really couldn't, I couldn't, every time they were in the scene, I couldn't remember who they were. I guess they were neighbors or something. Oh yeah, the little boys that come hang out with Graham's grandma. (laughs) They're so cute. Yeah. So, but what was, what was so jarring about this scene, especially coming out of the Lindsay Lohan scene, is that Jane Fonda and Felicity Huffman, and I love though I love their interaction. It's so fun to watch. But they it. are doing this like a Tennessee Williams play. Like they are <laughs> they are giving this. This is the great American drama. So Real it's very, very right. And like these pauses, yeah. very like Jessica Lange. Like yes, yes. Which I loved. Yes. I loved. I loved the spin that they were putting on this script. But it was kind of jarring to come from the Lindsay Lohan scene where she's like, "What." You don't like how I put my feet on the dash to but go. If you were to on the like, dash the whole time and you didn't look once, you're gay. <laughs> right. So to go from that, which is interesting on its own, to then go to this, I was like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> two two different movies. But I did say that, like, you know, when when Jane when when we get to Jane's house, who I guess her name is Georgia, um, mm-hmm. you do we're in Idaho. You do feel her her star power and it's just like it's undeniable she's just you know she's more talented than the other two sorry uh yeah and it just my favorite comes thing about jane fonda is i totally believe that she she gets on that set early and yeah. walks it and i believe she makes memories with all of those locations like she has a memory with each mug cup dinner plate like it's crazy how specific she is yeah, I just felt like love that babe. I felt like she really came to understand this character mm-hmm. versus and like Lindsay, who I you know to borrow some of your phrasing, like I mean she was younger at the time, but like I really felt like she was just playing herself, right? Like yeah. kind of figuring this out. But it um it really made me wonder what kind of conversations Gary Marshall's having with Lindsay Lohan because okay, as we will come to find out, subject matter of this movie tough, difficult, tough. hard, chicken soup sad. for the soul. Chicken soup for the soul, cry. This is like a sad movie. And I'm just like at 17, I don't think anyone could have, no one, not even Jane Fonda could have pulled me aside and said like, hey, this like trauma really fucks this girl up and you need to treat it seriously. (laughs) You have to treat it seriously and like start to think of your arc. Like where are you starting? Where are you ending? Because I wouldn't have gotten it at 17. No, No that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's a tall order to ask. But also, mm-hmm. you know, these are... You're being paid. Acting isn't for everyone. So, okay. Um, I she, wrote down a line reading, okay. but I don't remember who said it. I think it was okay. Lindsay. As um, like um, Simon pulls up and lets her out, she goes, save the lives for something more important than cancer. Was that Lindsay? <laughs> I don't remember that line. I only remember the one line she I said. I didn't get it and at obviously all. Obviously, it's the very iconic line that comes about three quarters of the movie. 
Oh, do you want to say it now or you want to wait? No, I'm going to wait. Actually, I won't say it. It's too crass. I, but, wrote, um, I wrote down more too. She pulls up and goes, no marriage ring. <laughs> what? No wedding right. ring. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Okay. It, so. Well, I think also, and like, okay, I've been tough on Lindsay, but I think also what we need to acknowledge is that the arc that they're trying to map on her, the abuse to her now acting out timeline mm-hmm. i do feel unfortunately for her that the way that they paint her is a bit reductive right like she was abused so now she's acting out and it's yeah. that's it so she is acting within the limits of like their understanding of what somebody would act like yeah. so she doesn't really have kind of the nuance to to explore and i bet the only note that she got was all you need to do right now is just act out yeah and that's yeah. it I can see those. So, com- that's how those conversations went. But when she did arrive and she announces that it's been 20 miles, I did think to myself, oh my God, could you even get there in, in, the in day? that time? No. I'm thinking, I was okay, about 10, to 15 minutes slam a mile. on the space bar, <laughs> pause that movie, which is available yeah. on Hulu, it is go on to my Hulu. Google and be like 20 miles would, walking. How long would it take me to walk 20 miles? But, oh my God. But she, so she got a ride. In ballet flats, she, no less. Ow. Ow. Ouch. <laughs> I remember 2007. It was not fun. Not fun. And you're you're all like, every time you would see girls wearing them, it, it was always like their feet were just like jammed into them, like <laughs> crushed at the front. And they're always so filthy. Ugly. They're so always ugly. so filthy. Ballet flats, disgusting. The sole of the shoe, non-existent. Yeah. Worn. You can yeah. see a little toe crack. <laughs> so, so ugly. So ugly. But I did like as soon as Lindsay gets there, again, Jane Fonda not really bothered that she had to walk 20 miles. Maybe she's like severely dehydrated. She's literally like, you miss dinner. Dinner's at six. Try Georgia, again in the morning. Georgia rule. Georgia rule. And that's when I went, oh, shit. Well, that's when I said, oh, I like this house because I like. You love rules. I love rules. And also eating at six isn't that crazy. Like it's. It's not, but like there should be leftovers on the stove. Well, she said there's apples. It. She said there are some apples if you're really That was so hungry. triggering. You don't know how triggering that was for me. I used to go, mom, I'm hungry. And she used to go have an apple. And I would say, I don't want one. And she would go, then I guess you're not hungry. <laughs> well. That's just your opinion. This is your opinion. So um, I did. Wow. It, it was it was strange because when Lindsay comes in, again, she's she's walked 20 miles and they don't give these two ladies a lot to play with. They really only mm-hmm. say, you miss dinner and My that's rule- it. Yeah, it's just like you're just getting the sense that grandma's not going to budge. My rules. Right. And I guess the only thing that we've learned so far is that when Felicity Huffman goes to the house before, she says, she basically says, you know, coming here reminds me of all the rules you had and how strict you were, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I guess in this moment, we're supposed to not like grandma. Yeah, and Felicity Huffman's like, go fuck yourself, and she leaves. She leaves. And um, I, th- I think I know where you're going, which is, we- this makes me like Grandma more. Obviously. She had a this lot- is the she same problem I had full. with Freaky Friday. I said, <laughs> same this movie. seems like a pretty good house to me. I did write that down. I said, wow, she- Lindsay really likes movies where there's a lot of rules. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, so there's not much to do that night besides just go to bed. You know, it's just like, this is a woman who's retired, and from- I, another way to say this is, I don't have the energy to make you another dinner. I already made dinner. So, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I didn't really feel too bad about it, but um, it was a nice little showdown. It was like um, maybe in that moment I'm going, this is star against star, which I kind of love. Right. Well, I think to your point, they're they're setting up this idea or and i got excited i thought okay we're gonna get like a really fun monster in law section where the two of them really drive each other crazy in this house yes but they, can't they wait. don't really they don't really do that <laughs> not at all not not, at all. not in the monster in law sense and i got so excited because then the next morning jane fonda creeps down the stairs and like peeks over Lindsay lohan's sleeping body and i'm like air horn air horn air horn air like horn, wake her horn. up with an air horn but not that kind of movie not that kind of movie. That was so sweet, Grandma watching her sleep. I was like, wow, wow. So much watching backstory. Her, yeah, watching her sleep. And then she makes her what appears to be a really nice breakfast. I like oatmeal, so I wouldn't have been offended by... But Lindsay goes, by, what is this? What? <laughs> I know. What is this? I was like, I, what does it look like? <laughs> yeah, and I, and then she delivered a line that that I, I just wish she had a few more takes. She was like, I brought 20 <laughs> novels. I guess that'll last me... Eight days. Eight days. Six days. So wait, okay. Like, oh. So another thing with the Freaky Friday thing. They're yeah. painting her to be a smart. Smart. She's smart. Okay. This is something that I developed <laughs> later on in the movie because when they- She's a genius. They, she's a genius because when, <laughs> when they, when <laughs> when they tell Jeopardy. us she's going to Vassar, I was like, oh. Damn. Oh, they're letting us know that she's smart because mm-hmm. she reads. Yeah. I brought seven novels. I've never brought that many novels on vacation. I can't never get through brought one. brought that many novels. It just didn't really jive with this idea that you would be bored if you like to sit sit around and read. You know yeah, I, mean? I was. It was like whoa. It was like they're they were going for that reductive two thousand seven angsty teen, which this is my two thousand seven read on it. Now I can see she's traumatized. At yeah. the time, I would have been like, wow, she's angsty. I wasn't like that. I followed the rules. She doesn't. Yeah, but she brings books. Now keep in mind that she's <laughs> okay. So then we learn. We also learn that this is her summer before college. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her rules are she has to eat at the prescribed meal times and mm-hmm. she has to have a summer job. Sure. Which is what most people did the summer before college. Sure, you had yeah. your summer job and you ate when your family put the food out. So it, <laughs> like your cat again, much like Steven's cat who's on a tight schedule. On a tight schedule. So I was like, again, this doesn't feel like um a problem. It, it yet. doesn't feel like martial law. It feels like Georgia rules, which are Mm-hmm. Yeah, not too difficult. Oh, wait. Yes. So, okay. Do you want to... Can we go to the next morning? Well, we are We are in the next morning, yeah. And she comes out and the little boys are out front and they get into a fight. What the fuck was that? (laughs) Well, right. They see... She, like, sees the boy cutting the grass with the lawnmower, which is mechanical. And she this this causes Lindsay to have sh- to short circuit for some reason. <laughs> Let me do it. Let me do it. Which is weird because like nothing was wrong. It no. was very strange. And she tackles the boy almost, and he tackles her back. It's unclear who really provoked it. But all so of a sudden weird. they're rolling around. Why would Again, you fight all, with a twelve year old? Or he's like ten. He looked. I was gonna say like ten eight. or maybe under. <laughs> She's, uh, okay, college senior. Let's say at best she's 18. Yeah. So weird. And then they get hosed down by water. And then we find out, I, I don't even want to repeat it, but she then insinuates that the, the child 
had been excited by her. Yes. And that's what it the movie... It was so jarring to the me. The movie I, is just like, look, old men think she's hot. Young men think she's hot. It was Everyone odd. in between thinks she's hot. And I was like, that was unnecessary. We did not need a 10-year-old boy right. to kind of crush on her to understand that she's like alluring in this town and she's beautiful. It's like, it's Lindsay motherfucking Lohan. I mean, we had also, when she walks through the town, it, it might be the next scene or something like that. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they are hitting you over the head that people can't stop staring at this girl. Yeah, and like, she's tan. And, like, the wardrobe department does an excellent job. Right. She's, so it was very odd to me that we, like... That was weird. It was so heavy-handed. Yeah. I want to talk really quick about how this is definitely the year of business casual. It's, like, one of our favorite years yeah, in Star Vehicle she history. Yeah, like, a dress shirt out on the town. It's a dress shirt in a tight jean and, like, a stiletto with a pointy toe. Yeah. And this is the year New York and Company's stock was it's through very the New York and Company. Yeah, I just wrote, this is definitely like peak New York and Company era of business casual. And because like now I don't think you would put someone in business casual to indicate that they're like alluring and sexy. Right. I agree. Especially when she takes that stroll through the town. Yeah, but she and, looks great. And people are literally like crashing their cars to look at her. <laughs> and it's a button up. Okay, this is really jeans. small, but who do you think the violin teacher looked like? <laughs> I have no idea. I had no she looked like, okay, she looked just like Giada. <laughs> oh my God, really? She just like Giada. I was like, whoa, I wrote that down. But anyway, so she, she walks through the town, which is actually looks really cute and charming. So cute. I would love to go there. That mural, beautiful. Yeah. And I think what they were trying to do in this scene, which again, didn't work as well. And maybe I just might be trying to give them too much credit. But, like, what I think they were trying to do in the scene is suggest that all of this attention that she's getting, she's interpreting is because people are sexually looking at her. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of these people were just looking at her as friendly neighbors saying hello. Because we get men that look at her. We also get, like, just, like, the violin teacher. We get couples that wave to her on the street. Like, Mm. I think that they were trying to show us that she sees the world one way, but yeah, everyone doesn't see her the way that she thinks she's being viewed. Yeah, I just don't I think mean, it was effective because we just got that scene with the little boy and it was so gross. I just wish like I saw this in 2007 and then could report a change in me because this is like, I told you, this is a dark, dark movie. This is like the world through a, le- a trauma lens. Trauma, like, as she, Jamie Lee Curtis would say. Who would say it? Trauma. Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she's traumatized. And so she sees everything as like everyone wants to have sex with me. Yeah. And it's really sad and super dark. And you're right. Everyone is looking at her because she's different. She's like a flamingo, you know, in the town, not a pigeon. And like, it's just, and then she is just like, I'm sexy. And everyone only wants one thing for me. Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah. But <laughs> she trauma. has to go to, unfortunately, she has to go to work because she's going to work for. Oh, this is crazy. The town veterinarian. I was who excited. happens to be the same man who picked her up. Who happens to also be a medical doctor. Un- unlicensed regular doctor. <laughs> also a regular doctor. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. But, um, yeah, she ends, she finds out she's going to be his front desk person for the summer. Which sounds mm-hmm. like a really nice job, actually. Sounds easy. There's sounds not that so many people easy. in town. Um, There's actually a lot of animals in town. Whoa. 
lot of animals in town. That's right. And we also get another scene of her flirting with Mr. Emma Roberts. He's like, he, she makes a comment about, uh, he, he has a horse or something like that. And oh yeah, she was like, she's like, when you ride me, you don't need to brush your feet afterwards. Yes. I was shocked. I, when I, I heard that line, Gasped. I said, oh my, OMG, what is this movie rated? Like, <laughs> what is this movie rated? I know, I know. I'm just so like um, puritanical too, like, or, or, or naive or whatever. I'm just like, Lindsay, girl, right. babe. Right. But now right. I see, now I see. If you're hypersexualized from a young age, you're going to act out like this. This is real. This is real. Well, I think that the... Well, I think that that that's one reaction to it, right? Like one reaction to potential trauma is that you act out like this. But I think that's that's part of the problem with the movie a little bit is that they sort of paint it like this is the only way <laughs> to, to respond. respond. Um, well, it was her I, way. I, I think they were trying. They were trying. I but think it um, was one story. This is one. We have to look at it as one girl's story with childhood abuse <laughs> but i did i did sort of make me laugh because the only um character trait that we really at this point know about Lindsay lohan is that she reads and um mr emma roberts falls in love in loves in love with her during the movie and like the only character attribute that we know about emma roberts is that she likes to read too she has that book company <laughs> so i'm like oh my mm. god he fell in love with the idea of emma roberts here here through Lindsay lohan i love that scene isn't that weird that's awesome I'm down. Yeah. That's how that's how it works. That's a, that's exactly how it works. It's how yeah. it gets planted. Yeah. So good, anyway, good then she goes. She goes back home, and then I got so excited in the scene because Laurie Metcalf is there. I did a double take. I said, "Is that Laurie Metcalf, or is that a lady in a wig?" Because you wouldn't know because she doesn't really talk. Barely, not at all. She's given almost nothing to do. But what do we love about Laurie? Riddled with backstory. You know how Laurie feels about the character immediately by her look. Yeah. And. So, She's the she's the veterinarian sister. Sister. Okay, she's the veterinarian sister. She provides that backstory for us. Lindsay Lohan, you know, just kind of opens the door and says, "So is your brother queer?" <laughs> and she goes, "No, nope. dead wife and kid and kid, dead wife and kid." I can only attest that I think Lori did this as a favor to Gary Marshall. That's my read. It had to have been. Yeah, I this mean, is a favor. Unfortunately, it's a one day. I mean. There's just there, there was no there was no there there. She doesn't come back at all in the. I mean, she does come back in another scene, but she doesn't actually say anything. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her character is inconsequential, except to let us know that the veterinarian uh, has is a widower, and which is information that Jane Fonda could have given us. So. <laughs> She's there to deliver information, and for Lindsay to be rude, I guess, in front of somebody new. Right. Right. Yeah, sure. she's indiscriminate with her with her rudeness. Mm-hmm. And then I I do know Lindsay gets soap in her mouth at this point, but I forget what she did or said. Oh, the, was um, the Lord's name in vain? She uses the Lord's name in vain again after she was warned about it in the morning. Mm-hmm. I get negative YouTube comments that people say they're never going to watch my channel again because I say Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, now you know why. I'm like, well, and, if, if you're what, coming to my channel for a rated R movie, maybe don't. <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, I when 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 we found out that the 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 wife was dead and so was the child, I did write down. I have this is I have honestly no idea where this is going because now we're in this the movie world was hard of to death. track. Because <laughs> not to brag, told you I'm in a screenwriting class. You yeah, really should have some sort of ladder or some sort of track by now. 
of like yeah. where we're going. Yeah. Well, you know, I once I once heard someone describe it as setting a table. And once you put down a plate with some pattern on it, all the other plates have to match. Should Otherwise, the table's not going to be good. So I'm like, now that we have this plate down with dead wife and kid, I'm like, okay, we're not going to get fun and games because now we're in too deep. Yeah. It was a little, it was a little sad. I was like, oh, damn it. Yeah. But that's and when, then, that's, I'd argue we knew sooner that the movie wasn't going to be fun and games. We should have known sooner. I just we should have known home. sooner. We were just, we're just like, you always like to say we're like a dog on a leash or like a yeah, but you know we had <laughs> just seen a carrot. A, when she was walking through the town, though, there was like the mean girls who were holding the banner advertising the July Fourth parade. And I thought, oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, but um, uh, that didn't really. Pan I was like, out I was like, either. I can't wait to get to the parade. Yeah, we, get <laughs> we don't get to the parade. We, there's no parade, and then oh, then God. after this, um, I forget why. They go on the boat, but she goes Lindsay fishing Lohan, with Harlan. She goes fishing with Harlan. I forget what the reason was as to why they go fishing. I, I think she just like wants she a gets boy him to toy. Do yeah, to like manipulate. Or that's the read they're giving. They're like, "This is a what's the opposite of a womanizer?" Her. Yeah, she's well. Okay, this is two thousand seven, so I can say it like this: the town is like slut. You're a slut. Yeah. I mean, people do Rude. call her that on the street. They do. So. They like shout it at her. And, and I think this is this is another scene that reads differently, I think, when you take a step back from it, because she sort of pushes it, right? Like, we're going to go on this boat. Yeah. He accepts because he's just like friendly and a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But then she interprets that as he wants me. Yeah. He wants, like, what else would you do if you're alone on a boat together? You're going to... Yeah have some hanky panky mm-hmm. and his mind is not going there at all no and then she so pushes it she pushes it the seduction scene and, and then takes it back and then takes it back and then she said my turn yeah and my turn we don't see you know all the details but she does return the favor mm-hmm. on the boat um and i was i'm like wow 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 again we've taken a turn We've taken a turn and um, it's, I I didn't even know what to do with this scene. (laughs) I just, in a lot of ways, still feel like a teen when I watch Lindsay Lohan. And I just like the way I looked up to her and the way I was obsessed with her, I would have seen this and been like, girl. It truly must have been like one of those roles where it's like, how am I going to break out of yeah, my exactly of people's perception? Exactly right. That's exactly what I wrote a, down. A movie that's littered with scenes like this. This and is you're the like, oh, I'm. This will do it. I'm shaking the Disney Channel movie, yeah. and Hilary Duff has one too. It's literally called Greta, and she spends a summer with her grandparents, being rebellious yeah. and sexy. And again, I think it could have been. I think that the movie could have worked. I think that it just needed a little bit more, a little bit more nuance, or maybe a little bit more uh, second thought about the writing because. It first just, draft. yeah because i don't feel that way i feel like i this movie works for me i want to see it today really badly like i want to see it a 2022 remake of georgia rule me too almost with the same <laughs> cast truly Maybe. i'm not kidding because i just think we have like 20 more years or no like 15 more years of perspective on what childhood trauma does to an adult human yeah that's what i'm saying it just needs to be fleshed out a little more that's all yeah it's I want to see it, it again. Is, 
love this movie. <laughs> I did. Oh, now, I will say, okay, this scene did make me incredibly uncomfortable, and I understand why. Yeah, I did appreciate the next scene, because number one, Jane Fonda had, like, the best hair ever in this scene. Oh, she I had, love like, blue-collar Jane Fonda, by oh, the way. Oh, it was so good. Because she's, like, and, coastal elite, usually. Yeah. Or but, what's, what's the Nancy Myers thing? Yeah, coastal elite. But it, it, it was very reminiscent of, like, one of my favorite Jane Fonda movies of all time, which is On Golden Pond. She looked exactly like her her character in that. And I need to write so that down. And it's so good. Never seen oh, it. Oh, it's so good. She does it with her real-life father, and they, like, repaired their their relationship on screen. It's, like, the best movie ever. Um, Real-life therapy. I'm dead. Cool. Yeah, she bought the rights to the movie so that she could role-play, like, the father-daughter relationship with her father. And then he won the Academy Award. So anyway, I'm sure it's so good. So anyway, <laughs> so, next. so she, okay, Jane Fonda has great hair, very distracting, but I did really like the next scene because I finally felt like we got a little bit more to bite on or Lindsay Lohan a little bit more to bite on when she then blames him for like what happened on the boat. And mm. like, she was like, you, um, she blamed him for like allowing her to like return the favor. And she like basically put all of it on to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, now we're going somewhere because it's like, we're finally starting to see that the way that she's interpreting all these events might not match up with perhaps mm-hmm. other people's intent or how other people were behaving. That's so interesting because I, Maybe this is like internalized sexism or something, but I just was like, oh, she's manipulating every scenario to be in favor and she knows exactly what she's doing. And that's what that's what Felicity Huffman would say. <laughs> which that's super interesting because that culturally and especially in well, 2007, that would have been the read, which well, is like I, no, she's no. a manipulative bitch. I think you're right because I think that's also what the movie wants you to think in this moment because we, again, we yeah. still don't really know about the abuse yeah. subplot. Yeah, it's not. There's it's not no way for you to know that. So I think you're right in the sense that they're you painting watch this scene, a manipulative little shit. Right. You're like, okay, you were the one who wanted it, so alleged, you know, yeah. using the language of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do think that then after you finish the movie, I think it makes a scene like this more interesting yeah. for the first time because you're like, okay, something is not matching up here. Like yeah. if that's genuinely how you feel then we have a we have a misalignment yeah i thought that was i thought that was interesting i think that that's like a very forward read on it like a very modern 2022 like yes every situation to her is going to look like that you know they wanted it i'm just giving them what they wanted yeah um and then i love it i did i did like that she she or the Mr. Emma Roberts is like, listen, I have to tell my girlfriend now because yeah. she know she'll she'll have to know we're gonna go do our mission trip. I guess we should say that he's he's Mormon, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's Mormon and um, very bad to accept a a, a Lindsay, favor like that on the boat as a Mormon. Right. Lindsay's like, listen, let's just let's just minimize it. Let's just say we kissed and then we'll just tell her. <laughs> and that's that. that on that. So they go to the church and again they go to her this like this girl, the girlfriend, went to the Stacey Hinkhouse School of Acting. Oh yes, she's Made a giving meal. like the <gasps> who is that? Who is that girl? Yeah, um, kind of reactions, which I really liked. And love her. Um, the girlfriend comes over. Lindsay only admits to the kissing. The kiss, and I, I did it. 
uh, she's like, I kissed him. Yeah, very, He's, very true. Yeah. And then the boyfriend says, um, Just kidding. No. <laughs> this is what no, really happened. She did more. But I, okay, this scene did make me laugh because he, <laughs> um, he goes, We didn't she, even kiss. She did, we didn't even kiss. <laughs> That's what he says at the end. <laughs> it was really As funny. As if that makes it better. As if it makes it better. So, oh, that, so that scene I did like, I mean, it was a little bit goofy, uh, only in the sense that we had just come off of what felt like a really formative scene, and now we're back into like a little bit of a goof. I, I did but... think this was a slight bit of comic relief because he, she's like, re- she's so ready to lie for him, and he goes, she gave me a blowjob. But we didn't kiss. But we didn't kiss. And Lindsay's like, what the fuck, man? I just, we just had a plan. She's like, I just... And I guess this does go in the column of so like for, for her character, I was trying to help you and now you just like screwed me over again. Yes. So <laughs> it was funny. And then I think, I think it's in this scene. Yeah. I think it's in this scene. We find out that she is not only going to college in the fall, she's going to Vassar. Yeah. But didn't and... send the paperwork in for dorming. Right. So she has nowhere to live. And I wrote down and again, I don't know how, I literally wrote, I don't know how this is going to sound, but I said, dot, 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 if she's going to Vassar, shouldn't she be smarter? Because I was like, they, 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 they weren't convincing me that she was it intelligent was, beyond liking to read books. There was one other thing, which I can't remember which scene came first, this or, or the one I'm about to bring up, which is they're at some sort of outdoor event and she's yeah. sitting with Simon. Maybe it's coming up next. And she well, goes, oh, my God, yeah. this is Bach. And I went, oh, right. huh? <laughs> yeah. What? She's like a trivia. She's a trivia machine. She's a trivia nerd. <laughs> she loves trivia. She's a trivia hoe. Yeah, I did. Because they and had books, Bach, Vassar so far. Yeah. I guess that's how they're signaling it to us. But um, yeah, I was in the script only. <laughs> I, I did pause here in this moment and this is when I wrote down wow the first hour really flew by yes it really did it did and mm-hmm. um as I paused though I also thought to myself you know what this movie reminds me of it it reminds me of what I can only imagine would have been like a dry run or maybe even the dress rehearsal for like August Osage County and then I was like that's what I want this movie to be mm-hmm. like I wanted them to give Lindsay the scene where not the Abigail Breslin scene because she was like super boring in the movie but like I wanted her to have a scene where she like really lost it yeah and like threw loved. plates across the room and like really gave us full Julia Roberts mm-hmm. crazy in the movie we got half and we got like half little tizzy like fights we got half yeah yeah that's what I'm saying I wanted to shift from like being angsty and like annoyed to being angry and I thought yeah. if they would have let her if let her and hurt if they would have let her get angry mm-hmm. I think it would have been a much more interesting movie I wanted her to have like a chucks everything and breaks everything around the room scene exactly maybe alone in Simon's apartment too because he's kind of yeah. like very much like fatherly and safety for her mm-hmm. and um it would have been really cool if she just trapped like absolutely out of anger hurt betrayal and grief just trashes yeah. his place and he comes home and is like I forgive you and hugs her or something that would have been cool I would have loved that rewrite yeah Rewrite. Well, then I then my next note was I wonder if they did a rehearsal for this because it was like, <laughs> nope, no, Lindsay wasn't showing up so. for a rehearsal. Are you kidding? She was barely showing up for shooting. And then okay, so then after this we move on and 
I, you know, we then we're supposed to believe that she's going to she's going to make a difference because then at the next day at the work at the uh, uh, the vet office, mm-hmm. she's she's now going to put these people in debtor's prison because she's collecting money from these people who have apparently never paid for years. That'll be twenty five dollars, please. <laughs> no, that's another one. Check. In, that's another one in the column of she's smart. She's smart. She understands like, like the, the bookkeeping of it all. She went through his um, that guy's whole um, history of receipts and said, you owe $25 multiple times over. Here they are. I did like the line where she was like, oh, Mark, this one is paid in full. But as you can see under, I have a whole stack of other ones. That yes, still yes, yes, yes. So that was another one for smart Lindsay. I saw what they another were doing. Another one for smart. Yeah, I saw it. Absolutely. I saw the but I it, saw the tick marks for smart. It did make me laugh a little bit, though, because I was like, I don't think you thought this through. Like, it's are you really going to try to it's like trying it's like when the drug dealer doesn't give you what you asked for it's like you don't go to the police it's like you don't you don't threaten people who are paying an illegal business to pay up because all it would take is them to go to the police and I know like, and shut them down yeah <laughs> so um I love this movie that was interesting <laughs> I love this I was like, I just, I just thought, okay. It's an illegal this. practice for sure. That's what I'm saying. You don't threaten the customers of an illegal business. <laughs> so. Um, so funny. Has she revealed then, her secret yet with Simon in that, in that outdoor fair? No. We, not yet. Because up. also, I think at the same time, um, what's her name? Um, uh, Felicity Huffman comes back at a certain point because. No, she doesn't come back oh, until the secret's revealed. Right, because now this caught me off guard. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan comes home, and as she's going into her bedroom, without provocation, Jane Fonda says to her, did Arnold touch you? Yeah. But it felt like it came out of left field. Well, she, Lindsay reveals it with Simon at that outdoor fair. She goes, here, I made you oh, a plate. Right. They sit down, and Lindsay is like putting the moves on Simon at all times. So and he told Jane Fonda? Yeah, he, he says that. So she and uh, she reveals her secret I to Simon. And she just kind of blurts it out. She go, she says, I think for the purpose of our podcast, we kind of have to spoil. So if you're going to watch the movie, please pause right now. Okay. Yeah. Great. She says like. I think we've already spoiled it, but yeah. She says the first. <laughs> well, this is like, a, this is, we've been kind of dancing around spoiler. it. We've really been dancing yeah. around the secret. And here's where she Much explicitly. Much like the movie. Yeah, a lot of dancing around topics. She okay. explicitly says to Simon, like, I was 12, like, the first time my stepfather, um, like, touched me or had sex with me or whatever. And he gives a very dead-faced performance. <laughs> There's, like, almost no shock in his I face. I think that's why I don't remember this. It was very confusing. I think maybe you clock it as a lie. Okay. I think maybe that's kind of what happens. I don't know why I don't remember that scene. Okay, go ahead. We totally clock it as a lie or whatever, but Okay. They kind of fight, and I write, wrote in my notes, genuinely have no idea what Rachel and Simon just fought over. I think it's just like a okay. failure to communicate on every level. He's like, you're okay. trying to sleep with me, but I'm like a father. This is weird. And okay. so, and then later we come to find out Simon called grandma and was like, "What? you're a minor okay. and I had to report this. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm missing because yeah. then I guess to tie it back to what I was just saying, yes, so get Jane Fonda there. then brings it up to her in the hallway. Yes, one yes, night. yes, yes. Okay, that's why I was so confused. Simon told to her. To me, it felt like it was totally out of the blue. No, and Simon did his due diligence. Like, if a kid, she's 17, reports this, you have to go tell Man someone. Man, reporter, even if he's an illegal doctor. Yep, at, at risk of losing his entire business. <laughs> yeah. And apartment. <laughs> he doesn't have I much. Know. The, the apartment didn't match the career. But Not whatever. at all. 
but you know, and, <laughs> it's Idaho. <laughs> and yet he had like a brand new Mustang. Very weird. Weird. Um, yeah. So we're still kind of like okay, dancing in the land of is she lying about this abuse? But to right, me, all when, her behavior came full circle, and I went, "Oh, this makes sense." For sure. I think when Jane Fonda point blank also asks her like that, like I think we are supposed to be like, "Oh." It, it for sure happened. And she says, like, don't lie to me because I'm part of you and I'll know. Yeah. And I loved that Jane Fonda touch. And Jane Fonda's listening, really listening to her granddaughter. She's listening. She sees. And she believes her. She believes her. She believes her, but Lindsay doesn't say yes. No. No. I mean, <laughs> she I forget what yes. she says, but she doesn't say yes. But anyway, okay. so then I think, then that's how, that's how Lynette Scavo comes back. Yeah. Because she rushes Jane back. puts a call in. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 And this is where the Lynette movie really back. takes a turn. <laughs> yeah. Lynette comes back with the goal of saying, um, like, I want to see her say it to my face because she's a liar. She's a liar pants. Yeah. And found drugs in her room. Yeah. She, when she, she lied about the papers at Vassar. And I was just like, can't you see all of that is tied to that one event? <laughs> You idiot. And then I think Jane Jane has like a really wonderful delivery because she just keeps repeating to her, then why are you here? Yeah. Like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And then I, that's why I really love this section of the movie, especially the scenes between um, Jane Fonda and Felicity Huffman. I think they are really good. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they were really bouncing off each other. Unfortunately for like the latter half of the movie, Lindsay kind of gets siloed at the other house, quite literally. Like they have her move. They're like, stay there. I know. And I think what sucks is that this is where the two of them get to have their August Osage County, like, moment Mm -hmm. and i i i wish that Lindsay had i understand why she wasn't there like obviously plot wise Mm -hmm. but i think that i wish that she would have been there because i think like a rising tide lifts all boats i think it would have helped her rise to the occasion i wanted through the three of them in the house right to do some like intergenerational mother-daughter shit it would have been because i mean we're we're treated to really like fun also scenes in crazy sense like you get you get um, Felicity Huffman laying out all the knives in the house to pick one that she's going to stab kill him with. with. Yeah, and then Jane goes, "This one." It was. It's very sweet. It's super sweet. The knives. And scene. I did the knife right. Like I wish Lindsay had been there for it. Um, she needs to see her mother I, do that. Like defend her. Which, in that that's way. what I'm saying. Yeah. I think she would have seen her because what's weird is that, and I guess, and again, this is how it works for the plot, but like. Uh, Felicity Huffman then goes on her own journey of believing Lindsay, believing Lindsay, believing Lindsay. And then once Lindsay finally sees her and sees how painful it is for her to deal with this, then Lindsay tells her that she was just lying. She was lying then, about that. So I do, I, I understand the arc of it. I mm-hmm. just think that it was a missed opportunity to not have the three leads together. in the same house together. I just wanted a little bit more heavy-handedness from the movie, maybe a little dramatic irony, if you will, of Lindsay is telling the truth. Grandma sure. believes her. It's mom who's and kind of... And there's no of, doubt in the audience at this point either. It, for me, it was just like Lindsay took... Lindsay's character has to take back the lie one too many times for me. The No, yeah. the truth. Lindsay has to take back the truth one too yeah. many times to the point where I'm like, is did this happen or did it not? Did it happen? It, 
I agree in and this. And it makes you and feel also, crazy. I, 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 I think it happened one too many times, like you said. Yeah, just once. One too many. By the end of the movie, I was kind of like, this is like when I walked out of Inception and I was like, okay, where did we end? <laughs> like, it was like we had flip-flopped so many times and I knew in my heart of hearts that it was true. I knew it was true. But from a plot perspective, yeah. I couldn't remember where we were in terms of yes, knowing exactly or, right. or believing or not believing. I think I wanted one scene of Jane Fonda to go like, this is your daughter. We have no, she's telling the truth and we have no other way of reading this. Like this is a cry for help. And that's why I think it really would have been alleviated if we just had all the girls in the same house. (laughs) Yes. Put them in the Georgia rule house. Georgia rules. Mm -hmm. But okay. I don't know where to go next because the rest of my notes are very like. Well, I think that I, uh, uh, we sort of jumped forward a little bit, but so while they're separated, two things are happening. Number one, Felicity Huffman is really struggling to deal with this information. So she does a real, a lot of work as drunk acting. I mean, so she's drunk in every scene. Drunk acting. I felt okay about it, but I know you're like a much, you, your, your rubric for grading drunk acting is no, higher I than mean, mine. I mean, I love to see it. I just, I just, um, I, I was, it was exhausting. It's hard, it's hard to watch someone unravel like that. And I thought, I really thought that one of my favorite scenes in the movie was when Jane Fonda realizes that Felicity Huffman is not going to be able to deal with this. And she says to her, I will go and buy you alcohol. Yeah. And I thought that was like the best scene in the movie because she knew that it was the worst thing for her daughter, but she also knew that. Yeah. I have she, to do this for her. If she didn't do it, like something else could happen. Yeah, I loved that. And it was really sweet. And then slightly comedic when she's running out of the store holding, clenching right? all the bottles and it, they're clinking together. It was very Clinking cute. together. She doesn't want to be seen carrying like Yeah, booze. they're like, you're having a party, Georgia? It was very <laughs> fun. So fun. And then, so that's happening and the two of them are sort of healing, but, you know, also still dealing with their issues. Mm-hmm. And then at the vet house, Lindsay Lohan. Oh my God, Simon. So Simon, they're watching Jeopardy. They're pl- like playing house. It's it's kind of weird. Playing house. She's like cozying up to Simon. And um, a- again, she doesn't get the reaction she's looking for because Simon mm-hmm. push- n- not pushes her away. He basically just gets up and walks away yeah. when he realizes that she's not just trying to like lean on him for comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of heat. It's, I guess they're going for, sh- they're, she's healing by being with a man who isn't, trying to have sex with her right and she's also healing in the sense that we start to realize that drinking obviously had been going on for a long time with felicity huffman yeah because we start to realize that she Lindsay can cook Lindsay can cook not only is she good at jeopardy Mm -hmm. but she knows how to make like some weird beef stew and wait didn't you did you think it was a tad ridiculous that she seemed to be in some sort of like Susie homemaker outfit like she didn't need to be in like a halter or top dress you're right there's a scene where <laughs> when felicity thing. huffman comes to to the apartment Lindsay lohan is literally wearing yeah a costume from the 60s yes to be like a housewife yeah it was a little forced it was heavy handed just put her in some in that juicy couture sweat suit that felicity huffman right. wears in this movie it was like Blue. now i'm the madonna like i'm not yeah the madonna whore. like i'm i was whore before now i'm the madonna like it's very like and she's wearing white the whole movie white 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 Um, white because she's innocent because she's innocent (laughs) but yeah they're play acting they're playing house Lindsay's cooking for him um check in the box for smart Lindsay. she gets all the jeopardy questions 
she gets all the Jeopardy questions. So mm-hmm. again, in case you forgot, she's very smart. smart. Um, and even the vet's like, whoa, my vet tech is so smart. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and then we get, and then um, during one of the days, because I guess we have to like put a pin in this plot line. Mm-hmm. Um, she finds out that the girls are like spying on her and spying on um, Mr. Emma Roberts. Yeah. So Harlan's and- harlots, if you will. Harlan's harlots. <laughs> Can I so say that? Lindsay, Lindsay takes to the truck and she um, almost runs them all over. I love that. So the girls are love spying on them in the boat. And I'm like, ooh, I hope they don't do anything extra in the boat. They don't. Because now don't. Lindsay's character arc is men can be friends. Like I, they men don't need friends. to want something from me. And yeah. so the girls are spying on them. And then Lindsay spots them and um, whips his truck around towing a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Tails these like, these like. Almost murders them. Almost kills them. But I loved the scene. <laughs> this was the first genuinely comedic line delivery from the movie mm-hmm. because she gets out of the car and she like kind of like gives herself a and she just goes, Hey ladies. Oh, I just drove over here to tell you. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It was so funny, her delivery of that line. Like was that perfect. was the first line where I was like, Okay, she's having fun. Yeah. Like Hey girl, um, just wanted to tell you that yeah. <laughs> If I ever see you around Mia Harlan again. <laughs> yeah. And she she kind of like gives them like the like a tame answer, right? And then the girl goes back at her and then, then she goes, actually just kidding, I'm gonna fuck all your boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. If you don't leave them alone. And she goes, but you know what? After this, you guys can go back to enjoying whatever summer you were having. <laughs> and like <laughs> I loved it. It was it was good because um, I guess we needed to wrap the plot up and it does. And like, we ne- we literally never see those girls again. Yeah. So it was, it was like, okay, that's done. Let's put a now we have to get, now the, we have to get back to, in the, to the main girls. story. And at this point, um, uh, Arnold, Arnold shows up. Yeah. So stepdad is like there to clear his name because right. Felicity Huffman has now asked for a divorce and um, worth mentioning, there's another weirdo scene where Felicity Huff- Huffman is drunk the next morning and she's naked outside, like her robe falls off. So strange. Then her bra falls off and the little boys are there watching again. Oh my God. Weird. very uncomfortable. Weird, weird. These little boys do not need to be there. It was just so odd. It was so strange. Mom is coming it, undone and I understand that. She's drunk right. and That just was not what okay. the scene was communicating. I just don't know why we needed all of that. We didn't need the little boys there yet again to to witness like, we this. didn't need to I sexualize. Mean, they're going to need therapy. It felt like we were sexualizing the bo- little boys at this point, saying like this is their little trauma now. Hated that. Or or <laughs> even worse that like they want they want this. That they want to see that. Yeah. Right. It was very strange. They're doing angles on the blonde, the older blonde boy who's like looking. And then the little yeah, one gives weird. her a rope. It's just very weird. But okay. So Arnold shows up because Felicity Huffman has now asked for a divorce. Yeah. Um, because of what he's done. And he's like there to clear his name. And, you yeah. know, th- the movie has to do this. Like he has to come begging. He has to come begging. Ugh, but... Initially, she sort of rebuffs him. But then this is where. This is where this is what triggers her to go to Lindsay Lohan's apartment and um see what's up with her. And I guess when she had come over, she needed to like vom as soon as she came in the door. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're supposed to believe that she was drinking drinking still. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Lindsay's um, like, let me get you some water. And um, motherly. 
she finds out or i this is where Lindsay starts to see that eve she she'd rather be she'd rather lie mm-hmm. and let her mom be happy than yeah but muddy muddy read for me as an audience yeah. member i'm just like oh like i just remember thinking please don't let this actually be a lie because this really is going to take the wind out of a lot of like victim stories. If it was a lie the whole time, this is a bad movie. It would be incredibly, incredibly problematic. That's what I thought. And I kept going, please, please, please don't let this be an actual lie. So when she does kind of take it back and say it didn't happen, a part of me sinks. I'm like, really? Right. She does say Mm -hmm. that. And... This scene was really sad to watch because then, you know, Felicity Huffman seems content with it. But then you still think in the bottom, you still think, though, like, she must know that she's Telling the now truth. lying again Ugh. to you. But it's enough for her because she's still, like, drinking and she's not really in the right frame of mind with it. And, yeah. um, and it's really healthy. She's like, I will forgive you for this in, in a way. She... Right. And then it, I think it triggers something that we get later in the movie where she does write Lindsay Lohan a letter on the on the thought that that she was lying and she forgives her for all of her behavior, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. And then at the same time, while like Felicity Huffman's away, Jane Fonda gets to have her like meet up with Arnold and she delivers when she calls him a criminal and she raises scene. her voice for criminal. It was it. Criminal. It's in a shiver down my spine. Yes. Like that. The way she criminal. says the line, she's like, she's like, she's talking, whisper acting, and then she screams the word criminal when she says, talks to him. Mm-hmm. It was the best line delivery in the movie. And she goes out with it that was, wooden bat at the car. Yeah, to like smash up his Ferrari. Amazing. And she's not phoning that in. She, she like winds up and he grabs it in the nick of time because I believe Jane Fonda would have crushed the car. <laughs> She probably told him, listen, if you don't stop, you better commit to your part. Otherwise, this Ferrari is being smashed. That's exactly what I saw. I was like, if he reacted a second later, the wooden bat yeah. is through the roof of this car. So, nice. yeah. So we find out. And again, they're they're like also reminding us again that like he has a lot of money and he has this car. Mm-hmm. And that I guess also one thing we sort of forgot to mention is that a consequence of Felicity uh, getting a divorce is that she's going to be broke. And she's going to lose everything. Has, yeah. She's going to lose everything. He has all the power over her. So part of the reason why Lindsay, I guess, is wants to make nice with him is that she doesn't want her mom to be broke. Yeah. And then this was and, a weird scene because she goes to his hotel room, her stepdad's hotel room, and negotiates with him. She goes to the hotel room. She's sitting weird. on the bed. And she's like, listen, if you... She basically wants to negotiate a $10, a $10 million payout for... Her mom. Yeah. She's like, I um, took back the air quotes lie, which was not a lie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, in payment, you, I want to check for 10 mil and something else, a car or something. Well, what she says to him is like, listen, my mom still wants to be in a marriage with you mm-hmm. and like that will continue. But if she divorces you or if you divorce her, you need to give her what I guess is half of his money, which would be 10 mil. Yeah. She's like, you better be worth 20, like you said. <laughs> And then she's like, and just to make sure that we're good, mm-hmm. I have a tape. Shocking. Now, this, I think, is a lie. <laughs> I do wonder if she has the tape. But she I think it was a lie. describes it kind of in detail. She's like, remember the guy you passed me off on? Yeah, tape. she describes a very clear moment in time. Yeah. But. Um, that might hold up in court. So I really actually do hope she has the tape. 
Oh, I mean, like, I, I, I think what they're true. doing with this scene here is that the only person who knows for sure that she's not lying this whole time is him. Yeah. So for Jane Fonda and for Felicity Huffman, you know, they're still, they have to figure out what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but he's been a, the a only layer character, of trust. Right. He's the only character that knows that she's been correct the whole time. So yeah. when she lays down this threat, like, finally, he I has have my, to believe her. Yeah. And I have my closure too. Finally, I'm like, okay, it happened. Yeah. Phew. It happened. And but so she leaves. Yeah. And um, everything appears to be good in the sense that uh, Carrie Elwes and Felicity Huffman are just going to leave. That was Carrie Elwes? I knew I recognized him. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I should have. I should have. Now you know up. why Jigsaw picked him for Saw 1. See, for me, so he's um he's lover boy from, from Princess Bride. So it's weird oh, okay. for me. Yeah. Different reference points. Um, we um, had him in um, Castle for Christmas. <laughs> We did. He's so mean. Welcome back, um, Carrie. Uh, so they get, we go back to Jane Fonda's house. Yeah. And Felicity's like, uh, I'm going to leave with Huffman. him. What'd you say? Felicity's like, I'm going to leave with him. Going to leave with him. And they get in, not the Ferrari, they get in Different her Mercedes. Mercedes. So obviously something, something is up already. Mm-hmm. And they start driving and... He, I forget if Felicity Huffman asks him or if he just voluntarily provides his information. Yeah, she goes to him. She's like, you're just going to leave your Ferrari like parked in Idaho? Right. That's weird. And he's like, no, I'm going to leave it with Lindsay Lohan. She deserves it. Yeah. And in that moment, she knows for sure. Mom knows for sure. And this was obvious. It was so, like this whole fight scene, again, it was very intense. But it really was like Felicity Huffman was giving us a real performance. This worked for me. 150%. She was so good in this scene. Mm-hmm. It her, washes like, over screaming. her. Yeah. Like color sinking from your, like leaving your face, heart sinking. Yeah. Why you know, it's, would he leave his car? Yeah. Yeah. You know what we talked about earlier, like crazy, real crazy reads boring. I think it's really hard to be able to raise your voice in a way that, like works on camera she's a really good like yeller mm-hmm. hmm. you're having me i'm gonna go back and look at that scene again because <laughs> i think there's a difference between just like shouting and like movie yelling mm-hmm. she's very good at movie yelling yeah because you got to keep it quiet there's a mic inches from your that's face that's what i'm saying like you can't actually just scream it's got to be super supported you... as well <laughs> right so she gets out like let me out of the car yeah, so good. So good. It's like, it was so good, her line delivery. Yeah. And he tosses her out. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Lindsay so, in the beginning. See ya. see ya. And by the way, this is definitely not what Idaho looks like. It's yeah, way too Yeah, this isn't Idaho, is it? <laughs> There's mountains No, everywhere. I had to look it up after. It was filmed in Southern California. I was, was going like, to say, this is, looks like too... the valley. <laughs> the Idaho is Midwest. It's flat. That was like, my this is read. Not... So anyway, this was confusing. But anyway, he <laughs> drops her off. He leaves. <laughs> And then this, I don't know why they shot it like this, the but they, they, when they come to pick Felicity Huffman up, it's just, they filmed it like it was Jurassic Park. <laughs> they were like holding on to that pickup truck and Lindsay was like scouting ahead with She's like binoculars. She's in the back with the dog. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny the way they were doing Where this. Where is she? But, um, yeah. <laughs> and then I, I, it was such a small moment. It's probably not even funny, but for me, it made me, it made me like my heart skip a beat. So they see her on the road. 
her bags are true. She's clearly been like thrown out of the car. They drive right by her at first. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, like, what's happening? And then they just pull over into like a rest stop area yeah. up up front. Yeah. But it was just like very Georgia rule that they would look for the appropriate place to park the car Georgia before rule. they before they go and get Harlan's the truck. He pulls over wherever he wants. Come on. And Lindsay is in ballet flats again. Yeah. Maybe just out of utility. Mom. She's taller, I think. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, it, it was the look of the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. It would have been strange if she was in something She's else. in the sideswept so. bang. She's got the, the hair. At one point when she tries to seduce Simon, which we skipped, but it's fine. She's in pigtails. <laughs> it's just weird. Right. Child. So uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> they connect, which is wonderful. And then we're ended with a little bit of light comedy. <laughs> Where Harlan says, after I get back from my mission trip in two years, I'm going to marry her. <laughs> sure, Harlan. Okay. Sure, Harlan. <laughs> sure, buddy. She's got a, a lot of therapy Jane, to do. It's Jane Fonda's line. Sure, Harlan. <laughs> so, he plays a good lover um, boy. I love it. He does. He does. It was a cute way to end. Um, Very cute. The three women are like all together. Lindsay's like finally believed. Um, you know, she's going to have a lot of work to do when they get back to San Fran. Yeah. But... All is well, and um, I guess we kind of get the sense that they're going to press charges, right, and send Arnold to jail. For sure, what because Felicity Huffman basically threatens so much in the car. Yeah, like we're I'm of taking like you're going to go to jail. Yeah, you're going to jail. Which thank God, thank God, it wasn't a lie. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a really, really rough plot point if this was a, a true lie the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, and just for my liking, we were straddling the fence a little too long. But for sure. But I liked this but, movie. But you know, a lot. this was this was very much pre. Uh, it's pre time. All the discourse up. about you know believing victims at first. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, I do think it was very much ahead of its time. Um, so I can at least appreciate that the movie was really trying to do something different. I think this movie is super ahead of its time. Where it arrives, especially. Uh, grandma really never wavers in her belief and her granddaughter yeah. very cool very cool yeah. and ultimately ends up in a place that i'm happy about and I agree. Lindsay did her best and jane fonda did the best <laughs> jane fonda did the best Lindsay lohan did do her best her best in the moment this is- um like I was saying to you, I really, I really liked the movie. I liked this movie. I liked it. I liked it this a lot. This reminds me of when we covered In Her Shoes, and I just didn't. Yeah, that was a real surprise, And I just too. thought it was going to be a shopping movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a shopping not movie. A movie not, shopping. not a movie about shopping. Not a movie about shopping. Like, I thought there was going to be, like, so, a movie in Georgia with, yeah, you know, three women having like fun. fun generational comedy. Like, I was waiting for some iced tea to be stirred on a porch. Nope. Yeah, like, sassy quips and... Making Lindsay do random chores around the house, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yep. Oof, guys, I think you should watch this one if you haven't. Yeah, I think and if I think if you watched it when it came out, I think I think it's worth rewatching too. Yeah, I think this I would have loved that if I, I saw wish this I had that kind of to reflect back on. Me too. Like a, an Me experience too. of watching it back then. I wish I had then and now, because I would have definitely had other thoughts at the time. For sure. Definitely. Like this, this, all of Lindsay's acting out to me would have been very what we talked about in Freaky Friday, which is like, girl, what's wrong with you? Just follow the rules. <laughs> exactly. It would have been exactly. in 2007, I would have been like, what's just do what your mom says and everything will be fine. Yeah. Cause like the, 
the issue of her not following the rules goes away rather quickly in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it 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 doesn't really it's not the plot of the movie. No. Which kind of cool. uh, I think is helpful. Yeah. Very cool. Very so cool. Yep. So definitely catch this one. <sighs> I want, it's on Hulu, so you have no excuse. No excuses. I wanted to ask you one final question, which is, have you ever had okay. soap in your mouth? No. Really? Did your mom threaten it? No. <sighs> I wish I had your child. I know what words to use and what not to use. Yeah, but like, even if I was like sassy, my mom would put soap in my mouth. Oh. If I was like, no, I don't want to. Bar soap. E- oh. Yeah, I never had that, so. Damn. Lucky. Um. My yeah, mom tried to do a liquid remember, pump bottle one time. <laughs> Ew, that's disgusting. And I kept my teeth so clenched that she just couldn't get it past my lips. <laughs> Love that. You would have well, thought I deserved it. Probably. You probably did. You're probably acting up. I was just, be- so, I was just being like mean. <laughs> well, you know, you get what you, you get what you deserve. So. Uh, not the read I want you guys to take from this movie. <laughs> oh, no. That's not the theme of the movie. That's specifically at me. <laughs> That's specific to this case, yes. not to the theme of the movie. Yes. Okay. Well, after such a heavy, what, hour, hour and a half, guys, yeah. don't forget to rate. Don't forget to comment. <laughs> don't forget Georgia to rules. leave. Yeah, Georgia rule. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts yeah. and perhaps Spotify if you can. Oh, all right, Stephen. I feel great about that. Yeah, it was it was a nice journey to Idaho slash Southern California. Yeah, I really do hope we visit Jane Fonda again. I will be waiting. For sure. All right. That's that on that. I think that's what we say. That's that on that. <laughs> that's that on that. that, on that. Okay. All right, bye, Stephen. <laughs> bye. bye.